Welcome to TSOH Weekly. My name is Alex Morris, the TSOH Investment Research Service. With me, as always, Francisco Oliveira of Arlavilo Capital Management. Today's topic for episode number 18 is uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, WBD. Uh, to, to kind of frame the conversation, I just have two quick quotes from, from CEO David Zaslov. The first is from May 2021 with, when the Warner Media Discovery merger was announced. We have a portfolio of content that's very diverse and broadly appealing. We think it can be 200, 300, or 400 million D2C subscribers over the long term. There's billions of people out there that we could reach in the market. It's about a global platform that reaches people on every device. Fast forward uh, 12 to 18 months, and, and here's one or two quotes from Zaslav in late 2022. Over the next couple of years, there's a lot of things that are going to rationalize this marketplace, moving it away from an irrational race for subscribers. I don't really care what the number is, meaning how many global max subscribers that they attract. It's obviously a pretty you know, significant shift in terms of how they're talking about this business. Uh, the other notable consideration, though, is, is the shift in the financials at the D2C business. Uh, for the 12-month period ending Q3-FY22, D2C losses at WBD peaked at $2.4 billion. You know, compare that to the first three quarters of FY23, uh, when D2C generated positive EBITDA of 160 million. So, you know, the subgrowth has stalled out just shy of 100 million paid, but WBD has also plugged a big hole in their D2C business, you know, which is particularly important for them given their financial leverage and also the structural headwinds that everybody's seeing in the US linear business. So Francisco, as you think about WBD's position in the media landscape, how do you view their hand? And as the industry continues to evolve, are they going to make it to the other side? Yeah, it's it's a tough situation. Um, the the prominent investor in WBD and board member John Malone was was interviewed last week by CNBC after after Liberty Investor Day, and he was asked about you know the industry. He sees a lot of distress over the next two years. Uh, um, because many companies here um, facing huge headwinds with core cutting in the high single digits, advertising revenue tied to entertainment programming, you know, down, you know, high single digits at, at best. Um, and, you know, this revenue tied to linear pro entertainment programming, right, um, on, on pay TV. And he referenced companies like Paramount, right, losing money on direct-to-consumer, getting, you know, their debt rated junk. Um, so what he says is that the best strategy is survival, right? Survival. And and if you survive, then you can probably take advantage of the situation, advantage of the, of the distressed, and, and, and potentially have a stronger hand exiting distress with a more consolidated industry and, and more profitable industry. So with, with that kind of lens, I, I think that's, you know, that's the WBD strategy that it's survival, right? Um, as you referenced they're they're cutting costs to the bone and, and, and had a, a big hole, hole on the direct to consumer side that they're now, you know, profitable on an EBITDA basis, but, you know, they were losing, you know, $2 billion annually. And right now they're, they're profitable. Um, the linear business cutting SGNA drastically, um, and they're licensing a lot of content before they were ordering their content for their own DTC services, and now they're, you know, licensing some of their some of their best content, like um, 
the DC comic books studio and uh, the blue licensing to Netflix and a lot of very, you know, a quality libraries and movies to Netflix. So they're doing, you know, they're doing all they can um, to, to survive and, and delever. They were over five times leverage um, or, you know, around four times today and probably heading towards three times over the you know next maybe 18 months. Um, and, and they want to take advantage of that. Now, um, is that, you know, the best strategy? I think it's probably their only strategy, unfortunately. Um, they don't have the ability to invest aggressively um, in DTC. Um, they don't have adjacent businesses in, in the entertainment experiences like a parks businesses or that Disney has or a broadband business that Comcast has or they don't have a, a big brother um, like a, a consolidated tech company that can lose, you know, money on an entertainment business, but make a lot of profits on another side, you know, Amazon comes to mind and, and Apple. Um, and they don't have a, a very profitable streaming service like Netflix. So it's a tough hand, but I think it's their own. So what I think they do, you know, can they get stronger out of this? You know, it's tough because even, even M&A here is, is very, very messy. Um, and, you know, Malone was referencing Paramount, right? So, and they have complementary assets, right? You, you get the CBS broadcaster, has NFL rights, has the other part of the March Madness uh, TV rights that, that WBD has. There's complementary parts of nature. They probably just shut down one of the streaming services. But then you're combining a, an enormous uh, linear channel TV business. Um, Paramount has MTV, Comedy Central, BET, you know, Discovery. Uh, WBD has Discovery Channel, uh, Food Network, and just a lot of these channels are just being severely, severely um, disrupted. Um, and the profitability, there's you know, no way that ha uh, it's has the opportunity to grow going forward. So. I don't know. Uh, it might have been a non-answer, but it's just a very, very tough hand um, for for the moment. And you know, I think the next two years they can survive. They can delever. Um, are they a stronger business five, ten years from now? I, ju I just think it's an open question. I'm, 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 I wouldn't be willing to to make a bet here. How about you? Yeah, I mean, let's let's zoom in even on the next two years. Maybe that's a good starting point and we can maybe dig into if we have time you know the charter type deal that disney announced for carriage and also the sports right components of all this and how they play that in the d2c but let's zoom in on the d2c part real quick because i think it's interesting you look at you know on the u.s side of the house as as malone stated i think even before this deal was announced when he was just at discovery i think he said something along the lines of you know hbo has been in the marketplace for for decades now and has has pretty well saturated its it's addressable audience. And, you know, you look at the subscriber trends in UCAN, despite some very high profile and high quality releases at HBO in the past 12 to 18 months, the sub base there is, you know, really struggling to get well above 50 million. And, you know, they, they started from a, a more full ARPU than what a lot of the other DTC services did. So they're, they're seeing less of a tailwind from growth on that side of the equation. International has always been, always been kind of the hope for how you get to that 200 300 400 million subs right and and we saw we saw pretty significant international d2c d2c sub growth at wbd early on um 
but it's also stalled out of the la over the last couple quarters and and the ARPU is is meaningfully lower. The international ARPU is less than four dollars compared to uh, just north of eleven dollars in UCAN. So I guess my question to you would be, even as we think about the next few years, they're talking a little bit more again about you know expanding the geographic presence of Max and obviously there will be cost considerations as they do so that'll that'll be a headwind a bit to to profitability. I mean, do you think they can get get back to the front foot in terms of trying to expand the sub base or is that probably outside outside of what the objective truly is at this point in time? You know, it's a difficult question because if if I silo in on 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 the UK, for example, where they don't really have they have they have presence on on the the former discovery side, but not they don't have the real muscle uh, to to you know go out with their their max their more marquee rights or HBO content. You know, they get paid fairly well from licensing deal with Sky. I think it still has maybe a couple of years left. Are you are you willing to shut down that revenue stream to spend a lot on you know marketing an app, acquiring customers, um, putting more original content there to scale that up? So you flip, you know, broadly based, uh, you know, potentially a couple hundred million dollars into a couple hundred million dollar, you know, temporary loss. Are they really, really willing to do that? I mean, when we saw the the proxy statements come out. Uh, for WBD, they changed their executive compensation to 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 you know cash flow generation and delevering as as the main targets here. Um, and when they reported last quarter's earnings, you know one of the things the CFO said was that they're not sure if they can meet their leverage target by the end of next year, implying uh, EBITDA growth is challenged next year relative to their expectations. Um, so I think when you look at through that lens, I'm like, okay, well, are they really willing to to push hard internationally? Take a, a difficult market like India. Um, they were, you know, that's you know not the best example, that, but they just weren't willing to to invest in D to C there. And I think it won't, most most people are retreating, and that might have been a smart move actually. Um, but you know, some of these big developed markets, they still would need to in, invest a lot. So. Um, I'm not sure that they're willing to to do that. I think they want to get as much cash flow in house as quickly as possible, and then evaluate their opportunities when their balance sheet is in better shape. Even if the revenue outlook is is isn't as good. Yeah, I know we're up on time. I would I would just say I agree. I think the big the big question is going to be stabilizing, and you know, hopefully at some point returning to growth in the U.S. business and. You know that 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 leads to real questions about how much you're leaking stuff to Max in terms of Bleacher Report and CNN, and also it also leads to the question of how you know Chris Chris Winfrey at Charter or you know Brian Roberts and the team at Comcast are going to think about that as they sit down at the table for renegotiating MVPD contracts. So uh, more interesting stuff ahead, and I'm sure we'll we'll touch on some of these sports discussions in future podcasts.